it going, Yamitators? Brad Gage, episode 36 of You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. This was an awesome one. We talked a lot of comedy. We talked a lot about sketch and uh, stand-up. And uh, we talked about his time in the Groundlings. And um, he did uh, some UCB as well. Uh, we talked about his character that he does and has done for a while. Ken, Ken Shaw. And, um, oh man, it was, uh, it was an interesting one. We had a lot to talk about. So, yam it up, tell your friends, comment, question, question everything. Uh, comment on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash yamitat with Doug Culp. Um, review, rate on iTunes and Stitcher, uh, whichever one you listen to it on. I hear that that is good for, um, you know, so that people go, oh, what's this? And then it just spreads the word. If you're a true yamitator, just, uh, you know, help out a little bit. Spread the word. It's going good. Um, I asked the, um, the building manager, the apartment manager, about doing the comedy show in here, and he was like, yeah, so... Uh, that's in the works. My Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. And the show's Twitter is at Yamatat. So, yam it up with me and Brad Gage. feel like I you, need to be ready to run. That means you've done it time. before. <laughs> I haven't. Oh. I just, I'm worried about injuring my feet. Because, you know, you see Die Hard and you're like, that just won't happen if you just never take your shoes and socks <laughs> off. Because why should you take your shoes and socks off? We live in a world where you don't need to take them off anywhere. Yeah. Unless it's like really hot. Then then it's like, okay. Even then, man. I'm really? Like, It'll cool down your body. Like, I take them off like for 50 degrees. Only in intimate circumstances <laughs> am I taking those fucking shoes and socks off. So, like in intimate conversations. Yes, I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess that's true. How's it going, man? Good, man. How are you? Great. All right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yep. Um, so you've been busy? Yeah, I just finished um, Groundlings Writing Lab, which mm -hmm. it was a six-week course that was kind of takes over your life and they want you to treat it like a full-time job and I passed which is because it's eight hour or wait it's eight three hour like it's it, it's, it's all... six weeks it's uh it's 12 classes plus a show but you're writing in class and you're rehearsing out of class and writing out of class so it's a sketch writing class it's character and sketch yeah okay, cool. and it's the fourth level of groundlings oh. and they don't pass everybody and if you don't pass you can just ne you'll never be a groundling like you get one chance. Really? So it's a very kind wow. of very competitive, intense thing. They're like, listen, if you've been through three levels already and you can't, well, then the... but even when they're good, we had a very good class. It's just like some people are just like they're not quite a groundlings person. It's not that they're not funny. Damn. It's a very specific thing. Yeah. What are they looking for? Uh, big characters. Groundlings people are, are like defined by like 
a clear, visible excitement to wear wigs and costumes okay. and to do <laughs> SNL-style stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, recurring characters, catchphrases. They are the SNL school, unlike a UCB, which is more for, like, writers, people being funny as themselves. More, Almost like that's better for, like, acting in television. Okay. Growlings is better specifically for sketch, <laughs> uh, in a way. Yeah. Right. So that's the difference between the two. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people don't know. Like, um, Paul Shear, Growlings? No, no, Paul Shear's UCB. UCB, okay. Yeah, um, Growlings is like, I mean, recently, like Taron Killam, Nassim Bedrod, Moynihan's at, uh, UCB. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. We should get this out of our system before. No, yeah, because uh, I, uh, I went on a couple, because... I'm new here, been here about two months now, mm -hmm. and um, I've been looking at, like, maybe here, maybe there, whatever, which to take, or um, what would be the best, and I can't remember now who I saw on the Groundlings website, but you said Taryn Killam. Well, I mean, the big ones are, of course, Farrell, yeah. O'Terry, mm -hmm. Hartman, uh, Molly Shannon, I don't think so. No? I don't, no, I don't think she was a Groundling. Hmm. Uh, Lisa Kudrow, Pee Wee Herman. Um, Who? Pee Wee Herman? Yeah. <laughs> Paul Rubens, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Uh, those are the big ones. Cool. You know, so and those they, are really big ones. Yeah, and they, they haven't really mined Groundlings recently for cast members, but like writers and stuff. Right now is when it's happening. They're, yeah. They just hired a few writers. They hired a girl who I know. I went on a weird date with her one time. She's going to be a writer on SNL. <laughs> it's like one of those dates, like, she's great. I like her a lot. But it was like this immediate, like, she walked in. We talked for like five minutes. And I think both of us were like, this just isn't going to. Oh, this isn't wow. This just isn't a thing. But we like hung out and talked about comedy for a while. But it was like, <laughs> you know. Dude, I had, a, I had a date like that. Well, I mean, because I kind of called it a date. And she was like, we'll hang out. And then, like, progressively throughout the day. We figured out that we had, like, zero in common. And it was just like, oh, this is a terrible idea. This is not going to, yeah. Yeah. So then it was, then I was just like, oh, I'm just hanging with the buddies. Yeah, sure, we'll go get some Pinkberry. All right. That was my first time there. And, because I'd had Froyo at other places. Yeah. But it was, like, the self-serve places. Right. So I was like, when, when they had all the stuff behind the cage at Pinkberry, I was like, let me do it myself. Get out of there! I have never been to Pink Bear, so I don't even know. Yeah, it's, it's is it like, good? they keep it behind a cage, man. They're like, like oh, Subway. you want some marshmallow fluff? I got it. I'm like, I want to do I it. I want to put that on myself. <laughs> yeah. Not enough fluff. I want to put the cookie dough bites on myself. Ooh, cookie dough bites. Dude. Just give me a cup of cookie dough bites. <laughs> I don't even know what to fucking throw you. Just give me the bites. <laughs> How much for just the bites? Uh, we weigh it, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, weigh it and get me fucking out of here. Dude, that... Oh, go ahead. This interesting room. I'm just gonna oh, yeah. Articles. Got all my stuff all over. I'm still... Still in the unpacking phase. Yeah. I mean, I've got some stuff that just needs to go somewhere and doesn't really have a place yet. So, cool. Well, how do we... How do we set this up? I feel like... Oh, we we're, save some of this. we're recording. Oh, we're already recording? Mm -hmm. Oh, I yeah, didn't even know. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> where, where are the mics? Uh, this is the mic right here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> so now well, I'm going to 
bring the monitor up so we'll know. Cause that's funny. <laughs> that's funny that we're already. Yeah. It's like uh, to catch a predator for uh, <laughs> to catch a podcaster. You didn't. Uh, you didn't say anything incriminating, <laughs> so you're good. You're good. Well, I did want to say like this room has a lot of stuff in it that interests me quite a bit. The Star Wars game. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty fun. Escape from the Death Star. Ooh. That sounds great. That seems very old. Yeah, it's it came out like around the time the movie came out. And yeah. uh, I got it at a garage sale for a buck. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. I heard that Disney's being super smart and to prep for the new movie, they're releasing original, untampered with versions of the uh, of the first trilogy on Blu-ray. Yes. I heard this, but they, but they have to work with Fox. I don't they, even have a Blu-ray player, but that's awesome. I know. I, I was really afraid <laughs> of not ever being able to even see the uh, the special edition versions because he was fucking with them after yeah, that. Yeah. So I, I went on Amazon a year ago and bought the special editions on DVD because I'm like, at least those have most of the stuff. But I don't want to see Hayden Christensen at the end of the third movie. Yeah, it's terrible. Just stuff he like that. He aged. We saw him at the end I of know. Jedi. He was really old. I, exactly. That doesn't make... Uh, everybody else looks how they died. Yeah. Except for him. You're just not making any sense. Why are you trying to connect everything? <laughs> connect the dots. Yeah. Everything has to make sense. It's like... Anyways. So hopefully Disney's being smart about it. I got the um, the untampered with DVDs. Like it has... Um, what do you mean? So... The original yeah, versions? Yeah, yeah. Before special edition. Yeah. Those exist? Yeah. I had to dig and dig, but there was like, because um, there's one, um, th it comes with two different ones, and one is the special edition, I think, and one is the, like, original theatrical. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that, that's what I want. Yeah. And it came in a three-pack, and I was like, Holy yep, shit. this is it. Did it come with that original behind the scenes? It was called From Star Wars to Jedi? That was the original behind the scenes. If you bought the box set of the VHS, it would be four VHS. What? And it was it was Star Wars, Empire, Jedi, and then from Star Wars to Jedi, nice. which was there. Yeah. No. I, I, and they promoted it. I I only. It might had, be on the special features. Maybe. I haven't fully explored it, but. Yeah, that was that like, yeah. Well, all the original artwork. I wish I had gotten that. I only had the first one, but. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's a uh, yeah. It's just so, such a weird thing. Why do we care so much about it? Did you grow up reading the Extended Universe books? No. Okay. No. I'm not a big reader. And yeah. not for lack of interest, but for lack of um, brain power. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit it. I'll admit that like, when I'm reading, it makes me tired. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it just does. And like... Um, I don't know if it's the subject matter or if it's like the density of the text or whatever the subject matter or just what your yeah. eyes are used to looking yeah, at. Yeah, what I'm, yeah. Uh, I did read that book, Ready Player One. Okay. And I had heard about it on the Colbert Report because uh -huh. the author was on Colbert Report. He's sure. the guy who made Fanboys. Have you seen that? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've heard I've heard about it. Yeah, it's, so good. As yeah. a Star Wars lover, you will love that movie. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, that sounds awesome. Like just the premise of the book alone. Are you ready? What is it? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm ready. So, so it's, uh, it takes place in like 2045 
and like the world has kind of gone to shambles a little bit in as far as like um there's only i don't know there, there's like no more gas i think or maybe it's like all electric or whatever okay. but like still it's like crappy crappy living situation and um so anyway this kid lives in the stacks and what the stacks are are all these like um mobile homes that are stacked in these like <laughs> girders like stacked on top oh, of each crazy. other. Oh crazy. Yeah. Because it's so cheap or something. Yeah, yeah. Ah. And like because of limited space. space. Yep. Ooh, they had okay. to stack up. Um that's cool. Yeah, so he lives in the stacks and he um he's telling this he's telling his story about when um there's a guy who invented like this completely online universe called the Oasis. And basically like what it's gonna come to probably with like Oculus Rift and all the VR mm -hmm. is that where it's you're gonna be able to visit other planets and visit yeah. other dimensions from like movie lore and whatever and like you can just go anywhere but um you kind of have to have a little bit of money if you want to like go certain places and that's okay. how they that's how they maintain oh, the upkeep so they like, make money by you unlock levels of right. online life right and you can like um, go through and like kill little monsters and start out and like level your character up and stuff and like you can get money that way and so anyway people are like going to work on oasis people are going to school on oasis and this kid goes to school on it and he totally loves it and the guy who invented it was like a huge like old school video game fan and um so then he dies and he had a will before, but on the day of his death, his lawyers were set or told to release a video will that he made that no one had seen. Yeah. And he comes out dressed as like his character from D and D, and he's like, uh, um, "I've hidden an Easter egg inside the Oasis." Mm. Like, just like in old Atari games, if you tried to break the game enough, you would find little Easter eggs, yeah. like the programmer's name and stuff. He's like, I've hidden an Easter egg. Whoever finds my egg will inherit oh, my fortune Willy my company. Wonka. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely. Woo! So... Okay. And that's all... You find all of that out in the first chapter. And then the kid who's writing it says... And, um... Oh, oh, also... So then uh, the whole Willy Wonka announcement thing... And then it's been years and years. And people are looking and looking. They're just like, we don't even know what to look for. Like, what the hell? What? Right. Where, where could it be? And, um, and then, end of the first chapter, he goes, and all that changed once I found the first key. There were three keys to mm. then get to the egg. And then you're like, <gasps> pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, are they going to make that in a movie? That sounds yeah. like a fucking movie. The, the movie rights were bought before the book was I'm even sure. released. I'm sure. I mean, that's, that, that's a series. That's so good. Yeah. That's just a fun... That feels, that feels like an 80s... Like a good 80s, 90s oh, yeah. movie. The Wizard, you know? Yeah, maybe, dude. Like a little bit. Uh, that's so cool. You've seen The Wizard, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I have it on DVD. Fred Savage. Love Fred Savage. There's no special features in that. I would guess. <laughs> Back then, they're like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, Nobody if they did like a big retrospective, like... Yeah. Like <laughs> special features af like 30 years after the fact. Just the dumbest gaming stuff. Just totally outdated. Terrible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Bo Bridges talking about how he had the scroll weapon. 
I forgot that Bo Bridges was in it. Yeah. Okay. That's... They needed one other star. <laughs> Fred Savage. I lo- I grew up... And Jenny Lewis. Jenny Lewis from what? From uh, Rilo Kiley. Okay, I didn't. I don't, I don't listen to them. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was also in, um, I guess, Troop Beverly Hills? Was she a famous actress, or she did acting before Rilo Kiley? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. She was like maybe 12 in The Wizard. Gotcha. So right around Fred Savage's age. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I thought I knew everything about The Wizard. I am proven and, wrong. And Christian Slater, man. I gotta go see this again. Yeah. Are they uh, re-releasing that on Blu-ray? <laughs> Probably. I guess not. They, they, apparently they just released uh, Wonder Years on DVD and Blu-ray. Huh. I've had a Chinese rip-off version for about uh, three, four years. <laughs> Because uh, it's my favorite show, yeah. uh, I tried to live my life. Uh, I wanted to be Kevin Arnold, Kevin Arnold. <laughs> and I feel like I, I accomplished a lot of the as much as I could. I did a pretty good Who job. Who was your winnie? I had a few winnies, <laughs> and I had a Paul, and that that's all I needed. You know, there was never really one winnie because that's so hard to have yeah. one winnie. Yeah. Winnie's like that. That that's such a that's such a. Because they had a couple unrealistic thing. They had a couple falling outs, right? They did. He had other he had other girlfriends, but there was but she was always the one. Yeah. And I just feel like that's so rare. You know, you have somebody maybe had a crush on for a long time, but like having the one. uh, And I love that they don't end up together. It's it's such a good show. It makes (laughs) me cry every time I watch the when he talks. He he like tells you that his dad died like the next year. It's like no. Uh, Yeah. What a great what a great great show. Mm Mm-hmm. How many That's years it. did that go? I feel like it was like nine seasons. A long time, yeah. I don't know about nine, but I think it might be like six or seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Real long. Wait, so the Chinese ripoff... It just... I mean, you had to like buy it. Was it on it was, v- it's, it's, there's VHS? Nothing, there's nothing to particularly Chinese about it. It's just like... It's <laughs> somebody... Uh, uh, my girlfriend at the time had got me it and said it was like through some Chinese website. Uh, and it was... And it's because of the music rights. That's oh. why... I mean... Because uh, the Oh, I mean Joe Cocker, yeah, but also they use like all these great Crimson and Clover and all these other great songs and Tears of a Clown during the day. I mean, this is like, you know, there's all these great 60s and 70s songs and uh, they just weren't thinking about the rights, you know, before. So they, so sometimes they change the song or sometimes they... When it was like it reruns or something? Yeah, reruns, they would change it sometimes. I was so into that show... I played football in middle school, and it, you couldn't see it anymore. It was, I think it was done, and I would leave these like p- important summer practices early to go watch it on TV <laughs> Land, and I would get made fun of so bad. But it's just it was, I felt like I needed to absorb as much of this like nostalgic Americana yeah. small town life for some reason. Like, I don't know. This show is my life. I yeah. I guess I was watching. <laughs> What I wanted my life to be. I think it got pretty cool. I grew up in a small town. Where are, you, where are you from? I'm from all over. I was born in the Bay Area. We moved to Reno, then Tulsa, then Santa Maria, which, do you know where Santa Maria is? Uh, like California? Hour north of Santa Barbara. Okay. Yeah. And then northern Kentucky, like Cincinnati, Ohio. Why were you moving so much? My dad um, killed a bunch of people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Witness protection? No. Um, I couldn't even get through that one. No, he's a TV news producer. Okay. And so he was always trying to get in the bigger and bigger. Uh, woo. 
Caught myself off That guard. would be its own... Let's talk about that for <laughs> an hour. He killed a lot of people, okay? Uh, bigger and bigger media markets, yeah. yeah. So Cincinnati, and then about four and a half years ago-ish, they moved to um, Seattle. And I moved from Kentucky to San Diego County, North County, and I was there for eight and a half years. And then I moved up here. To pursue comedy and the biz. Stand up, Hollywood. TV writing, comedy acting, voiceover. Yeah. All of it. You do voiceover. I, do, I mean, I do voices. Yeah, you know? man. It's tough to break into. I really want to do it, and I'm working on it, too. It's like... Dude, your character, the... the uh, who did I do? Oh, who did I do that? You did the, Was it um, Ken Schultz? The drunk... Uh, or the guy who's like... Sober. Oh, yeah, I recently mean, sober? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Ken. I've been doing that character for three years, and he's kind of my Pee Wee Herman or my um, Neil Hamburger. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I, I do stand up as him, and, and um, I did him in my writing lab class. Uh, he was actually based off my gym teacher. I did him as a gym teacher in, in writing lab. Mm. But yeah, I host shows as him. Uh, he's my favorite. He's the, the thing that's great about him is he allows me to tell my the cheesy kind of hacky yeah. jokes that are in my heart yep. <laughs> because if i told them people would be like that guy that's hacky and bad but through this this guy talks like this and he's a little bit older recently divorced and he's a uh, recently back out of the wagon uh you know he could just he could just tell a joke that's like uh, hey what the, what in the heck is going on with bagels like a boring donut, you know, and you could just say that. Yeah. That's it. And everyone takes it at face value and because he's like, saying it. They're like, okay, I get what this guy's doing. He, it's, it's, it's. A, I mean, I don't know if it's anti-comedy, but it's like a kind of making fun of comedy in yeah, a way. But he's yeah. got. I mean, there's real jokes in there too. Uh, but I, he allows me to like bomb. But that's okay, you yeah. know, kind of. And then you, yeah. get, you just make a face and, ooh, <laughs> and you laugh off of that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Ken, yeah, I love him and he's, you know, he's all these things. He's like a combination of, like, people from my childhood and just, like, he can say, like, kind of shocking or kind of sexist or kind of racist things. But it's that, okay because like, it's But him. it's okay because it's this kind of... Because he's going through a divorce. He, well, he's, he's naive and kind of ignorant. <laughs> So it's all okay, and you get that. And so I, when I settled into him, mm -hmm. uh, I've been doing him at Nerd Melt for three years. I had a show called Telethon, and then now he's the host of, of Booze Cruise. Nice. Um, and then I do him sometimes at Sketch Melt. <laughs> when, I, when I'm like, I, know, I can't think of anything, I'll just do a Ken Monk. <laughs> it's just the easiest thing, and people like it, so it's good. How much of that do you... Uh... Riff off the cuff. Like. A lot of, uh, uh, most of it's written. Yeah. Uh, that that whole monologue about um, about recently being going off the wagon. That was that was pretty much all written out beforehand. I I have been doing monologues every month at Sketchmount for two years. Wow. And so I've gotten pretty good at like the day or day before uh, the show. I'll just I'll write like a three four minute thing that ends up maybe being five because I'll riff with the crowd or something. Mm -hmm. But uh, and memorizing it, but the nice thing is I can kind of change Play it around. around but it, yeah. it's mostly written. I mean, it's not a lot of improv. I can improvise as him, but um, but uh, I like to try and hit some real beats and get get some of his stuff nice. in there. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah. I mean, you you definitely had that planned with the beer. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that that thing, yeah. That I added that because I've had that monologue for a little bit, and uh, I was like, well, I'll do it. I'll yeah, do I was it. like, what am I gonna do? What what am I gonna make? Uh, how am I gonna make this memorable? You know? Yeah. And then I'm gonna shotgun a beer on stage because I've never done that before. You know? That's what I I'm so grateful to have these shows at Meltdown because one, it's such a popular, it's becoming a popular cool theater. Yeah. And two, I can just be like. I want to fucking do something crazy you and can different. Be yourself and just and like be whatever. myself and have and and have this show and the, there's good audiences. I'm a, I put in the time. I worked there for free. I was an intern, but now I'm a I'm a house manager and I have these two shows and and this community that I love. So, yeah. um, how did you find the theater? Was it through the podcast or through? Man, how did I find it? I think through um, just a bunch of podcasts that I would listen to. Yeah. And they would talk about and, like, it. Like, You Made It Weird and Nerdist and... Yeah. Um, you Made It Weird and, and like, the Squire Brothers would talk about, like, Setlist. Oh, okay, yeah. And then I was like, whoa, that sounds awesome. And then I started coming up for these um, monthly mixer things for people trying to get their foot in the door. And oh, okay. And it's a lot of, like, oh, that's what do you do, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was very, like, non-douchey. Okay. There was one guy that I met that I, he was, like, super, like elevator pitch and he like handed me his card like backwards with the, oh, between his God. fingers and i was like <laughs> after the first elevator pitch i i was so shocked that i, was, yeah. I just didn't hear it and i was just like i didn't hear a word you said. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said it again the exact same way oh, and tried no. to hand me his card the exact same way again and i was like i still can you just like talk <laughs> talk to me like a person and then he still was in, like, a little bit of pitchy mode, and I, I threw his card away, man. I couldn't. Of course, man. I mean, cards are interesting, because they are useful out here, because yeah. sometimes you just need to pass information real quickly, but, uh... But when, you know. when people ask for it, that's that's usually the time when it's, right. like, when it's like, oh, yeah, I do have one, or whatever, but yeah. not, like... Take a cup. <laughs> what? Dude, like, no. what is this fucking American psycho? Like, what is this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, uh, Super weird. So through the um, monthly mixer things, they were always on the last Saturday of every month, which coincidentally, so was Setlist. Ah. So I went to Setlist a handful of times, and I was like, this is so awesome. And then um, I finally was able to, like, save up a chunk to move up here because I don't have a job right now. Uh, Ooh, there we go. Yeah. <clears throat> that was a good you one. record some Foley. <laughs> you be a Foley artist with that. That's pretty good. Um, What's that Mountain Dew? Yeah, yeah, well, it's a, it's a powerful substance. But it's controlled. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh, my first time going to the Nerd Melt Theater was set list. And then my second time, third time, fourth time was set list each time. And then I moved up here, and then I was like, I used to walk, like, everywhere I went, so I'm just going to start walking. In everywhere. San Diego, or? No, uh, well, I, I went on the Mormon mission for two years. Okay. To Dominican Republic. And so you walked all around the Dominican Republic? Yeah, so yeah. it was like a, it was either biking or walking, but if we went biking, like, we would show up at people's houses and just, like, dripping with sweat, just, mm. like completely covered and i was like nope fuck this i'm walking so we just walked the whole time and i would walk like 12 miles a day easy and then i was like well i'm here 
I'm like pretty close to stuff. I'm just going to start walking. So like one of the first days I got here, I just walked and I like timed stuff too. From so here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, I'm about 10 to 15 minutes from Arby's. I'm about like 20. I love that Arby's. Yeah. I'm like 20 minutes from Amoeba and like the Palladium. And then, um. Meltdown's like 45. Yeah. 50. It's probably. like 45, 50 yeah. minutes. And, um. Oh, the in that UCB theater is like going in right across the street from Oh yeah. from uh Food for Less and I was yeah, just like Yeah, and Home Depot, yeah. Yeah, and so I was like this is a great so I've been walking everywhere so yeah. what I was trying to get to was sure. uh so I was like walking to Nerd Melt and I was like, "Oh, this is a cool show. Oh, this is a cool show too." And I was like spending a lot of money and then I was like, "I'm just going to get the monthly membership." Boom. And then I was there like a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, it works. Danielle Kramer. That was her idea. She's uh, really shaped that theater. Dude. She's so amazing. smart. Yeah. I didn't hit the open mic yesterday because um, I got a... It was like an email for like a video audition okay. type thing for like a lumberjack part. And right now I've got the beard. And yeah. so um, it, it's going to be like a Dollar Shave Club type commercial uh-huh and so i don't know if i got it but i i was recording, recording and exporting and yeah. yeah that's why the these lights are out and i was trying to get a little get a little mood lighting in <laughs> get, get good face lighting in. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome are do you have an, an agent and all that stuff no what? i okay i don't know how any of that works gotcha I think well, you better learn, guy. Yeah, I think I just uh, you know just walk around and be funny, and then people will go, "Hey, that's I mean, huh? that's it, it's true. If you're funny and have you walk around and be funny, people say hey to you. That's true." <laughs> I I I would love it if it was just that easy. Sometimes it can be, I guess, but not. You got it. There's a lot of hustle. Yeah. So much, and you've been here now for three months. You said two months. Two months. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You love it yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I knew, like, when I, the first time I came up and visited, like, went to set list and everything, I was like, this is so awesome. Mm-hmm. And I had been to L.A. A, bun- a handful of times before, like, going to shows at the Roxy or the Troubadour and um, seeing bands there, and I'm just like, this is so great. Like, everything is here. So many bands come through here, comedians yep. come through yep. here, like... It's a hub. Yeah. To, so, you did you come... Like, you recently did this Dominican Republic uh, uh, mission, and then you came out here? When was that? Tell me about that. That was 2003 to 2005. Okay. Oh, all right. And, yeah, so I've been back for nine yeah, years and change. Years. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it was crazy, like, because going around, knocking on doors. Yeah. And trying to say, hey. Yeah, hey, this check is, this out. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're from the church. Uh, eh? How did it go? <laughs> it went well. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like a, cause you don't base it on like, um, I mean, there's some people who are like, oh man, I baptized like a hundred people uh, and uh, numbers, yeah, 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 yeah. But you base it on like the feeling that you got from the people and like how well you were received and just getting that word out. Yeah, yeah it was good. Yeah, like I don't want to live there again. <laughs> no. It's a nice here. It's really nice it's here. Really nice here. Yeah. Like, I could be... I could be set up in, like, the biggest mansion there with, like, all the amenities of, like, America and not even have to leave my house. 
but still I'd be there. Like, yeah, it, it's the same thing as like, um, my brother was like bragging about the house that he and his wife got in Missouri. Uh-huh. And it was like, um, he was like, dude, dude, it's like, like, wait, what did he say? Six bedrooms and like three bathrooms. Guess how much it is a month? And I was like, I don't know, like 600? I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, no, it's 700. You always guess under, That's man. Yeah, and I was just like, but you're still in Missouri. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Is it, I mean, maybe it's his little slice of heaven. I don't know, right? <sighs> what does he do? Uh, he is a psychologist, a clinical okay. psychologist. I mean, that sounds like a pretty big place. <laughs> Six bedrooms? I can't remember. Maybe five. But still. Point is, I was like, but you're still in Missouri. Yeah. Like, if someone was like, you could live in a, a 20 bedroom, yeah. 16 bathroom a mansion in the swampiest part of Florida for $200 a month, yeah. I'd be like, no. no. <laughs> That's not why I'm here. Yeah. That's not what I'm doing. No, man. Yeah. Like, just have a... This is it. There's nothing else. Yeah. I want to my... be. I'm, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. You know? Yeah. I'm sure you feel the same way. Yeah. I'm paying five fifty a month, all utilities included. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Kudos. It's pretty great. Pretty, yeah. That is pretty, pretty, pretty damn great. Dang great. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's... I always think of uh, that Arrested Development. What? With Job, where he's like... Where they're in the pet store, with, where he's in the pet store with George Michael, and he's like, "Do you ever, uh, you ever have a problem, problem with girls?" And he's like, "What? Like, if there's more than one of us, and I don't know where to start?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "No, I did pretty great, pretty damn great." <laughs> um, I I need to see that new show, Bojack Horseman, with him. Dude, it's funny. Is I, it funny? I've watched the first two episodes. Okay. Yeah, they already picked it up. Like. And I, I have a friend, Adam Murray, who works on that as an animator. Oh, nice. Yeah. There's just so many great people at, at NerdMelt. He's I mean, at uh, Stonecutters, right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Stonecutters guy. Yeah. And, yeah, they just did that Simpsons, like, live stream with Ben Schwartz. I mean, it's just really what? cool. Yeah. Nice. Like, they're killing it. Yeah, I need to go see that show because those Stone guys are great. is awesome. Dude. You've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Simpsons and they do the Futurama one. And There's like, another Futurama one coming up this time. I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm shooting what, I think it's this Saturday, maybe. No, it's the 6th? Well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, next Saturday. Okay. Well, then maybe I can go. <laughs> I'm like, there, so now you have no excuse. Aha, it's recorded. <laughs> but this will come out after it had already happened. Oh, okay. So uh, so that Futurama <laughs> Stonecutters was great, right? It was fantastic. Dude, it was so good. I had all the trivia. I knew it. I knew all of the Bender quotes. <laughs> Dude, and they I... all involved shiny metal asses. <laughs> I bet, oh man, I don't want it to be, but I could definitely imagine it being like because um, you know how they have like the alien languages on there yeah um there's like the one that's like a direct translation and then there's the one that's like they did a bunch of math like because they have like mathematicians and stuff like on their writing stuff, right uh to get to the letters and the alphabet and whatever and like it's a lot more decrypting they're probably gonna have questions like that 
where it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> who's, who's really paying that close of attention? Yeah. And David X. Cohen's gonna be. I mean, he was the he was the guest. Wow. Yeah. They're killing it over yeah. there with that show. I mean, I love. I mean, recently I've loved Futurama more than Simpsons. Of course, I feel like everybody's falling out of it. Um, but that's still... that's why it's so smart that they're doing this every Simpsons ever because it's getting people back in line. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's been nice for me because the, I'm in this little promo for the new season of The League. What? And people keep seeing it, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Are you going to be in it? No, no, it's, it was just a promo. It wasn't. So you're going to be in it? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, I'm just... It's, Is it, it like was a just, party scene? Or like it's, a... No, it's like uh, they're all getting interviewed, so I'm like in the locker room with Nick Kroll, and like I'm a, like a reporter. I mean, it's just... Oh, nice. Yeah. But... Uh, but I, Futurama, I thought was so good when it came back on Comedy Central. Yeah. Really, really good. Mm -hmm. Like, the, did you see the episode where they go all the, where they keep fucking around with, with the time machine and they go all the way back to the beginning of time? Uh, and then they had to, like, keep going Yeah, they had to keep going, keep going back keep going back to come to go back forward. to go forward. Yeah. yeah. And it just, it just felt like really genius. Time travel stuff done well is always so rewarding. Yeah, because it's you know? so hard to tackle. Yeah. Because there's all the paradoxes, uh -huh. and then you're like, but how do you get around that? And then they're like, well, we'll just do this. We'll know? just, yeah, we'll kind of make you not think about that. that I, that's what I like about Primer. That was cool. Oh, man. You know, I think some people don't like it. That but movie's I think, so good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the first time I saw it, I was like, huh? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some confusing stuff, but apparently he has, like, real stuff the theories to back it up and, and like, oh, how like, it works. Like, how exactly everything played out. Yeah, like, yeah. he can explain that. Um, but, I mean, that was just amazing to see, like, you can make an incredible movie for nothing. Like, it doesn't look great. Yeah, it was, like, you know. What did they do it for, like, 7,000 bucks or something? Like, yeah, and just really? shot over the course of years. Oh, different man. haircuts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was... It's so good. It's so impressive, and it's, like, inspiring, you know, mm -hmm. uh... Because it's like, uh, I forgot, a friend of mine said, you know, why are you making a short film when you can raise a few more thousand dollars and just make a feature? Yeah. You know, and it's true. It's, you can do so much more with mm -hmm. a feature. And so it'll take longer and all that, but it's more worth it. Because short films, you can't really sell. Yeah. You know. You'd have to, have to, you just have to get them into a competition. Yeah. Maybe win, maybe not. And like. Unless it's like a viral thing. Unless it's like great action or great uh, effects or like... There's a celebrity, like, and then it's like, it goes online, and then maybe you could sell the idea. Yeah. But otherwise, if it's just, you know, some kind of interesting story that could be built up into a feature, you just, just, just do it. And I haven't done it, so I'm saying this. <laughs> uh, uh, what are you looking you know, to do? Uh, what are you looking to make? Like, film? TV? I mean, as far as, like, writing and, and creating, <laughs> I think just continuing to do video, uh, sketch videos, and I, I have written a couple shorts, uh, but I'm not... I'm looking to be a performer and, and a writer, uh, mostly. Yeah. Uh, I would love to write on a television show. A wait, sketch TV show would wait, be the best. What if I offered you a spot on SNL right now? What would you think about that? I feel like I would be <laughs> as re I feel as ready for SNL now than I have ever. And I feel like I have a lot of characters. I mean, Groundlings really prepares you for SNL-style stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the goal. Yeah. It's definitely a goal of mine. It would be so has awesome. has been for a long time. Yeah. And so I think uh, that's something to work towards. I mean, now that uh, I feel like some of my peers are, are getting up there, it's like, okay, maybe take this seriously, Brad, you yeah. know? How, how old are you? 27. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So, you know, this so is now's this the time is, to start cracking this on This is the stuff. age. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, I feel really good and I, I, I feel like I'm working hard and, and uh, I have, uh, you know, web series and stuff. But I, I, I can, I should start kicking my own ass a little bit into writing more pilots and, and stuff like that. Because I have one that I wrote with uh, 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 a gal in my sketch group. But I guess the past like year did or two. Did you guys register it and everything? Uh no. We you know we need to. We kind of we kind of dropped bucks, it. Yeah, we need, we need to do it. Yeah. yeah. She's also I mean she's killing her name's Heidi Gardner, and she just passed advanced on, in the Groundlings, which is a big deal. Is that and third level? Fifth level. Oh. And then she's gonna be in Sunday Company, which is performing which, every week, basically right. doing your own SNL every week, which yeah, is insane. Yeah. Um, and that's where the casting directors and stuff. Go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. she's gonna be. She's. I always say she's like. She's probably the funniest person I know. She's incredibly talented at at, uh, at character work and a really great writer and works with really talented people. And she's. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's gonna be happening for her this year uh, that I'm very excited about. Nice. And, and you know her and, and also uh, Melissa Hunter, this other uh, gal who's in my sketch group, Family Sandwich. You know. Just like just one, of, just one of the best writers I know, and just I'm so I'm lucky to family sandwich. That's what caught me off guard. Oh, family yeah. sandwich. You yeah. didn't know that. That's <laughs> no. my sketch. Oh yeah. I'm glad you think it's funny. Yeah, we we've always been on the fence about our name, but but I I luckily I've been uh, since UCB 101. I met these people who I just think are just so funny and talented. Did you go from UCB to Groundlings? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we I started a group out of UCB 101, and uh, and now it's this foursome that is just. Really talented, and we're not making a lot of stuff right now. But we're we're, we're pushing. We have this uh, this half hour sketch show that's uh, lampooning podcast culture. Oh, so it's very probably uh, it's called the podcast 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 show. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, it's that's yeah, very I, Maria Bamford of you. Yeah, I know. See, it's funny. We 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 actually had the show. Had the idea before we had we had that show before special special before special special special. special. And it was like, well, shit, same thing, and she's way bigger than us, but we're still keeping the name. Yeah. And it's a podcast, the, the framework is it's a podcast show, a podcast about podcasts, but we're doing it as a show. Yeah. So it's, it's this multi-level thing. It's not just called that for no reason, Yeah. for, for repetition's sake. But uh, yeah. I love working with these guys, and we've been in a group for f almost five years. You know, this is like my family, and so yeah. they're just... Uh, I love working with them, and, and, and Eric Lombard's another guy who's like my partner in crime for a lot of uh, projects. But, but yeah, that's the great thing about like UCB in these classes—you meet these like really talented people. And if you don't have your own thing going on, you can just grab the good ones, mm -hmm. you know. And so you're thinking about taking some classes. Yeah, um, it's it's like a it's scary to me to like drop that much money, especially not having a job right now. But I could, Put I could do card. it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, and then, because after, after you take one class, then if you, like, work there or something, then you can, like, Yeah, you can intern. Yeah, it's very hard to get in there, but I think it's still possible, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, if you intern at UCB, you get free classes. If you work at Groundlings, if you work at Nerdmount. But it's only after you've taken a class, right? Uh, I think for UCB, I don't yeah. know how it is. Groundlings and, and Nerd Mill, I think, and Second City, I think all those places you can 
probably work there before you start taking classes. Okay. Maybe. Because I just got, uh, it's going to be Wednesday's internship, unpaid internship for uh, NerdMelt. Oh, you're starting? Oh, mm -hmm. you are? Mm -hmm. Well, congratulations, because I was really going to, I was going to suggest that to you. Yeah. So I, who did you interview with? Well, it was offered to me from uh, Josh. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. Oh, you're. Are you interning at Meltdown or you're interning at Nerd Melt? <sighs> I think I'm gonna. He said I'll. I would be helping with like. Comics. Wednesday. So, I mean, I probably the Meltdown or okay. like whatever leading up to. Right. I don't know. But it, it exactly. Okay. Interesting. It okay. Yeah. But uh, if it's through Josh, it might be for the store. But still. Whatever, you should, uh, yeah, it's good you're getting more ingratiated in that yeah. community. And he said that um, because of that, I'll be able to get into the shows for free. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah, yep. That's the best. I'll do it. Exactly. <laughs> and it's good to be around and for people to see you and meet people. Mm -hmm. Like, it just, it's so... I'm a familiar face already. Exactly. And it's good to be associated with the space. Mm -hmm. I think it's just, you know, you hear these stories like Mark Marin talking about, you know, like, well, uh... Saw so him at the store, you know. He's always <laughs> hanging around. You were the door guy. I, I remember you as the door guy at the store. <laughs> and I, that's all I knew you as. But now you're on fucking TV, uh, you know. And it's like I want that. I want to. I want. Yeah. I want those stories, those stories just yeah. for Nerd Melt, you know. Because mm -hmm. I think I, I kind of feel like it's it's similar to like what the Comedy Store was. Or, or what even what UCB was when in 2000 or, or whenever yeah. it was just very fresh. Yeah. Apparently, UCB completely owns New York. This is something that's <laughs> because they don't have it. They don't have a lot of other schools there, okay. and there's the two stages. And like, on, like really, like they just run improv in, in New, New York. York. They like, they, they don't have a lot of competition. There's no is, second city there. No, there's no Second City. There's no Groundlings. Groundlings is only in L.A. I.O.? There's no I.O. I.O. is Chicago, huh? I.O. is, yeah. It's I.O. Chicago and I.O. West. And Second City's here in, like, I think Toronto uh, huh. uh, uh, as the, like, little subsidiaries. But, like, really interesting, right? How, yeah. how many places there are here and not New York. So that's, uh, I mean, somebody I'm sure could <laughs> You see me, like, lock it down. I know. <laughs> if anyone else tries to start up. You see me mock it. stomp them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's interesting. I wonder, I, but I, I, I wonder if that's really like disheartening to some people out there, where it's like it's you're just a, such a small fish. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I don't know enough about New York, but somebody told me that recently. Well, that's something to uh, investigate. It's on good the to podcast, be here podcast, podcast. on the podcast podcast podcast. <laughs> yeah. Show. No, I mean I don't know. I do I do a Mark Marin on that show. <laughs> <laughs> where, I, when I, where I, I, it's the like four thousandth show, and I interview an eight year old because I've run out of comedians to interview. So I go to my nephew's talent show, and I see this little boy who gets a laugh. So I interview him. Uh, do you listen to WTF? Um, I've listened to a handful. Of yeah, them, and then I, um, I kind of jumped off after the Gallagher episode because mm -hmm. I was like, dude, he's like ninety. Like <laughs> Well, yeah, he kind of, yeah, he, that was back when Marin, though, he was, like, he was instigating things, and, and no, he knew, little, like, little aggro. he knew, but he knew, like, how to get listeners, and that was really savvy. It was like, you gotta listen to Gallagher walk out. Uh, I haven't listened to him for a little bit, but, it, I mean, I guess that is, that podcast is what made me like podcasts. Yeah. And also, like, I, you learn so much about comedy listening to those people. It's, it, that, like, yeah. he's, 
he's a really important podcaster. I yeah, think. he really is. Yeah, I, he, I the, the Louis episode brought me to him. So he was yeah. not. Yeah, I think he knows. It he was great. A lot that was a two-parter, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. And you, it was like, oh, I love Louis the show. Oh, I love Louis stand up. Oh, he cries on a podcast. Yeah. I gotta listen to that. Yep. And that was really the only podcast I listened to. Other than that, I listened to Radio Lab, and that makes me cry. Sometimes you ever listen to that? Uh, uh-uh. what is, is it? Just, NPR? It, it, yeah, it's NPR. It's just these like kind of slice of life stories or like scientific stuff, but like some of them are just so touching, and you're like, they do a wonderful job, and I'm just sitting in my car driving to Vegas to see my brother and crying because <laughs> uh, I like I like to drive to Vegas for some reason. I like the desert. Have you ever driven to Vegas? Yeah, a few times. Something about being out there and the, the nothingness and You're being free. like, and you can't, yeah, <laughs> free from the city. I can't, there's just like, it's a wasteland and you're like, I can't stop driving because there's nothing here. <laughs> and there's something beautiful about the desolation. I don't know. Some people don't like driving and they'd rather fly, but I love driving to Vegas. Hmm. Uh, if you drive to Vegas and you go through South Vegas, which is inevitable the, where we are. Um, you'll hit Steak and Shake, which there are no Steak and Shakes west of uh, maybe like Mississippi. Yeah. I don't know. Like they start or the way, Mississippi River. Yeah, yeah. They, start they definitely way out there. I'm from Milwaukee. We, de- okay. we had we had some steak and shake? nearby. I think in Illinois, I've been to one or two. Yeah, it's good. It is good. Yeah, I haven't. I had the one. I know they have that Sonic over there on the way to Vegas too, which is. There's a Sonic why in don't, North San Diego County. There's yeah, a few of them. Well, why, why aren't they in LA? That's the weird thing. It's like, why isn't why isn't Sonic in LA? We have so many fantastic, like fast food. Like this is a fast food haven. Yeah. There's so many great fast food restaurants, and it gave me trouble when I moved down here. <laughs> I went in an office and like where's my around. Sonic? And I wanted I'm Sonic. I'm moving back. I would rather have Sonic than some of these other ones. Yeah. Then Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. I don't know. <clears throat> Rallies. Rallies. Have you had rallies? Yes, I've had rallies. Oh, kind of gross. Man, it's really kind of gross. Yeah. Really oh, good. really good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think They're I had fries. It. They're fries. I had it recently. I felt kind of bad after. Nope. No, you didn't. <laughs> I'm a straight up Taco Bell, Chick Fil A guy. Mostly Taco Bell. Taco Bell's my life. Taco, Taco Bell. Bell's great. I went there yesterday. I go there when I feel sick or sad <laughs> or mad. Or happy. Or happy. Rewarding myself, I go there. I wrote a sketch about it. I, you know, I'll ask my future wife to marry me with one of those fucking sauce packets. I will, this is how important Taco Bell is in my life. And everyone who knows me knows how vehement I am about Taco Bell. It's good. It's so good. (laughs) And it doesn't make me feel sick. Other fast food restaurants make me feel sick after I eat it. and And that doesn't. And uh, and I, I explain to people, are you a fan? Do you like Taco Bell? Oh yeah. Do you yeah. know? Okay, and you the know breakfast, that I recently had their breakfast. Good. I recently had the AM Crunch. The wrap. AM Crunch wrap. Bacon. The breakfast burrito. Ooh. The uh, the waffle taco. I haven't had either of those. I've had, yeah. I had the AM Crunch wrap. Yeah. AM Crunch wrap is pretty. The bacon one's good. Yeah. Yeah. The waffle taco is pretty good. I think I preferred the AM Crunch wrap overall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're just they know what they're doing. Yeah. I think they they somehow figured out how to make fast food feel kind of like hip. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it's the late night they invented fourth meal. Yeah. They invented another meal. No one ever thought, <laughs> why can't there be a fourth meal? 
they invent who? What fucking genius thought of that? They're like, we're up till four a.m. You're like, okay. Well, they know they're. Don't they have a margarita flavored frutista freeze? It's like they know their <laughs> audience. They know that teenagers are parked in their parking lot, ordering their food and getting a frutista freeze and pouring booze into the cup, and then driving home because that's what I did for three years in high school. Meet at the Taco Bell, get a big old cup, pour your booze in, and drink it when you drive over to wherever you're going next, because we're dangerous. Do you ever go during happy hour? They didn't have happy hour back then. Have I gone now during yeah, happy yeah. hour? I'm not. No, I haven't. I'm From not. 2 I, to 5 p.m. I know. I'm just, that, those are work hours. Even though I don't have a full-time job either, but it's still, I can't, no, I'm not there for happy hour. Also, like, their happy hour choices are not. Those uh those rollers, those burrito roller things are pretty yeah, good. Yeah, they're okay. The 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 the, the, the nacho the, one? No, the um, chicken chipotle one. The chicken chipotle. That okay. Good. Maybe they've changed. It's interesting when you have something right away. Because they had two flavors, I think, and now they have four. Oh, I think they they start with three. Okay. But I mean, whatever. <laughs> you're Dude. like you're like I'm the kind of Actually, you're Actually, they started with three. <laughs> uh, Actually, Baja Blast was introduced Baja in 1992. <laughs> Surprising that yeah. people know that. Was it? That's no, er- that's know. early. No, no, no. <laughs> Blast, I would guess, is late nineties at the earliest. Maybe ninety nine. I don't think so. I Maybe think seven ninety eight, ninety nine. You yeah. think so? Around there. It's not great. Well, I don't. I, I don't like. School. I don't like Baja Blast. I like, I like code, it more. I like out code of the, red more than a Baja Blast. I like Baja Blast more out of the bottle. Like when I they, didn't know. I thought it was. I thought they didn't bottle it. They. Uh, it's been it was, a trial run, and I don't know if it's still going. Um, everywhere, but I've seen it in a handful of places still oh. over the last, like, six months or so. Four months or so? Anyway. But I've bought it a handful of times and then like, yeah, this is good. Okay. Keep, it, keep it coming. Yeah, blast me. Blast me in the face <laughs> once, with that Baja. Get blasted. <laughs> Mr. Baja, give me some blasts. Oh, man. So, uh, the Baja Blast, it's like with a touch of like whatever I don't lime, even melon? Baja lime or something is that what it is yeah it's okay. kind of, a hint of lime flavor or something and uh one of the Mountain Dew challenges like the um cause they do the three and then they pick one. Oh, okay but they don't pick it like everyone who votes oh, on yeah. one picks it so in the last challenge there was like some like white grapefruit which gross like that's yeah, just squirt I don't like it the other one was like fruit punch derivative or something and I was like that's lame what code red code red's basically fruit punch derivative right? uh it's just cherry cherry yeah cause fruit punch is just basically fruit punch that's carbonated and tastes like a little bit like yeah. Mountain Dew yeah 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 and then the other one was lime blasted it was Mountain Dew distortion and I was like distortion oh man yeah it was the that's best that's a great name for a drink yeah I love it more than original Mountain Dew. Wow. And it didn't win. And so I'll never have it again. Wow. You didn't save a bottle? I did. Oh. <laughs> you share it with your children one day. I had a couple 12-packs, and I just, like, slowly, like, whittle away at them. And... Goodbye. It's like, what? It's like, it's like you're, you're, like, uh, blazing through a television show on Netflix that's no longer airing, and you're, like, getting near the end. I don't, and, like, wanna, I don't want it so to I, be over. See, I, 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 uh, I didn't watch the series finale of the Larry Sanders show for three months because I didn't want that to be over. That is my, that is such a fucking great show. I've never seen it. Oh I know God. that it's um, sketch, right? It, no, show about a show. It's an original 30 Rock. Oh, okay. It's about uh, a, a late night talk show. Larry, uh, you know, uh, Gary Shandling is the host of like a 
basically, you know, he I think he was at, at one time offered a late night show and he said, no, I want to do a show about having a late night show. Mm. And it's got Rip Torn, who's amazing. Oh, he's so great. Yeah. I um, want Jeffrey for... Tambor. Who else? <laughs> I mean, us, a lot of people. Uh, Sarah Silverman was in it for a while. And, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people stop by. Uh, John Stewart is in it at the end. Nice. Um, it's a really great show. I think it's all. It might still be on Netflix. Is it like single cam, like bounce it's around? Single cam, or? yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically the original Thirty Rock. It is. Cool. It's 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 really, really, really good. All right, I'll have to check yeah. it out. What were you gonna say though about Rip Torn? Oh, um, I want like me and my buddies wrote a script. It's a zombie horror show with like comedy spread throughout, and um, one of our characters, like I imagine Rip Torn playing that character, because it would be amazing at it, like. And I don't want to, like, give anything away because it's being recorded, whatever. Okay. all but, right. But uh, I can talk to you about it after. Sure. Yeah, oh, man. It's it's going to blow Walking Dead out of the water. Yeah? Yeah. Because of the comedy. Because of the comedy and because, like, it just feels it feels more real. Like, the like uh, I, I always feel like Walking Dead takes itself, like, too seriously. Uh-huh. Where you're like, okay, just, but just, like sigh or like just be like really again like say stuff like that where zombies yeah, come and you're like things, oh yeah. man like just yeah they they, they 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 never have a moment of like come on guys <laughs> yeah. really there's more zombies and i mean you know because i think that would get a laugh that's a really good point yeah. uh they're never just like really <laughs> because there's just so many zombies and what the crazy thing to me is like and they do in the show so many times it's like Quiet, 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 and then zombie out of nowhere, and then you turn and you hear them all, yeah. and there's a million, and you're yeah. like, they're not that quiet. <laughs> it's like, how did the, how did thirty zombies creep up on you? Yeah, they don't. They can't. They can't. They're they're always making noises, yeah. but it's like, they need that element of surprise. <laughs> they're not that quiet. Like I feel like more accurate would be like, oh, I hear them. Oh, there they are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, because they don't have the mind to sneak up. Yeah. They're not, they're All they're doing is feeding. But they need that scare. And I, well, first season, I was having nightmares. It was a very genuinely yeah. scary show. The second season was so weirdly boring on the farm. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And then third season, were they still in the farm, or was that the prison? No, that was the pri- that was the first prison, and then fourth, and then fourth season, is going they stayed on right in now. the prison the whole time. Did they? they? Wait, uh, or isn't it half prison? I don't remember. Or I'm mixing it up. Wasn't third? They were maybe, they were on the run, and then fourth season is the prison. Here's what and happened. And then fi- fifth is is halfway through right now. Here's what happened. I because I I stopped watching a few episodes into fourth season, and what what happened was second season was split up, and everyone was like, yeah. "What? Why?" And when second season came back, they were finding the prison. No, that's third season. Are you sure? Yeah, second season was all at the farm, whole thing. Thing? I'm for sure. Sophia? Yep. And then, hey, can we find her? Can we find her? No. Oh, you she's don't. in the fucking barn? And you've been looking Good. for her first Fucking shoot episodes. her in the face. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm really surprised it survived that season, but I'm glad it did. I, I, I like the show. Oh. I'm a fan. I think it's fun. I think it's scary. Because it's, I mean, it's the only zombie show on. Yeah. Another thing that we, another edge that we had going into writing the show is my buddy was the, uh, like original creator he had the idea and um he was like there's no zombie shows on tv and me and my buddy josh were like 
holy shit you're right why why hasn't there been there's never has been why isn't there it would do so well especially right now with like the boom of like but you're the, saying this is before walking dead came? Mm-hmm. okay yeah and then um like a year into our planning stages and like um just really rough outlines and stuff we heard the announcement that walking dead was coming out and we were like fuck no yeah um, but that doesn't mean there can't be another one. No, I know, I know. Right. It's just got to be very different, and comedy makes it. Yeah, there's there's gonna be one that's coming out on like the CW or something called I Zombie, and it's like some girl. Oh, and there's not she's another probably I something. Yeah, she's probably gonna talk. And of like, course, that's not a zombie then. I mean, if you're talking, well, you're, I mean, there. My my buddy Max <laughs> always says the the thing about uh, these characters is that there aren't any. Yeah, and that's the funny thing about nowadays. It's like, right. well, that's not what Superman would do, or that's not what Dracula would do. It's just like, and, and I'll, you yeah. know, it's he, all open to the. It's it's all fake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and that's what that's always his thing that uh, Max says, and so it's like, yeah, that's completely true. It's like there aren't any rules, so it's like, yeah, you know, you want it. It's like a true to form. This it's like true to form. What it's not real. None of this is real. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a Ken joke. He goes, uh, "What's a, what what what's so scary about monster movies? Huh? It's all fake." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Yeah, you're right." So yeah, there was that Simpsons episode where, um, man, the comic book guy was talking to Bart and Milhouse, and then he was like. Um, the real blah 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 wouldn't uh, wouldn't do that. And then, yeah. And then Milhouse goes, none of this stuff really happened. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, get out of my story. Yeah. <laughs> that's really that's a great that that's a really good. I, I hope that's on the internet something because that's a really good bite. I think to sum up like what is happening now. Yeah. Where it's just like, calm down, guys. Yeah. It's not. You, you you love this because it's true to the comic, but this he changes. And this. It's just like, it's just storytelling. Mm-hmm. We're using bits, but like, is that really why you love The Dark Knight? Is because it it's true to like Frank Miller Batman? Or did you like it because it was like Because Heath Ledger was the well most done. amazing. And yeah, just really compelling. Yeah. You know, and, and dark. Okay, cool. That's different. That's why you liked it. It was well done. Not because it was true to fucking every you know, Dark Knight Returns and just, you know... Just let people play with things. Yeah. Let people re. I mean, I had I had issues with Dark Knight. I also have issues with Dark Knight. What the ending? You? Oh, with uh, him saving him. I feel like, or neither of those ships blowing up. I wanted one of them to blow yes, up. Yes, that is my problem with it. Okay. <sighs> the Joker has set up a world where everything he says comes true. Yeah. So you're telling me. That one of those ships wouldn't blow up the other one. No, the people. One who of them would. The people who weren't prisoners would, would have, have blown done up it. the prisoners. Yeah. And the time runs out, and then they still haven't done it because of the goodness of humans. It's like no, people are practical. Everything the Joker has said, he's terrorizing, and he, whatever he says he's going to do has happened. Yeah. There's no reason for them to believe that anyone's going to fix this situation. Yep. And it's just like it's a moral dilemma, and in the real world. One of those ships, One would, of have the ships would have blown up. Yeah. And that was my real problem with that movie. <laughs> because if Batman... Because 
it like it's like proved that like the good of human will will over you know will yeah. overcome this You've this lost evil Joker. you know yeah and it's just like no batman should have saved one of those fucking ships like that's that's kind of that would have been more realistic it, it wouldn't have proved the point i mean it, i just thought it, it's kind of a flawed logic yeah. situation anyways mm-hmm. um and i i just had a problem with that yeah dude the part where he goes up to meet, to like fight Joker, and then he has that X-ray thing on, and so then the dogs start attacking him because he can't see the dogs. Just fucking kick the dogs! <laughs> like kick them off of the building. They're killing you. They're yeah. trying. Then, oh man, yeah. and the whole thing with like uh, a lot of the dialogue I had problems with. Just like little chunks uh-huh. where. Where when they're when they're driving and they see the semi that's like turned over, they could easily like have gone to the left and then like gone around it up but then they go down and then the guy's like we're gonna be like turkeys on thanksgiving down there and i'm like no one says stuff no. like that no, no. one says stuff. and then uh <laughs> the part in like the town meeting when then <laughs> when they're discussing like everything's going on and then they batman has to reveal himself or whatever and then um uh one of the guys goes no more dead cops <laughs> you're, like, you're like, okay, like I appreciate your sentiment, but whatever. And then, and then, uh, someone goes um, in the announcement. They're like, uh, I know things have been really bad lately. And then one guy goes, things are worse than ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. That's really funny. And I was like, stop. That, that's such a that's stop. like an that's like an improv mistake. Best day ever. Worst day. This is the worst day ever. Things have never been worse. It's like you don't need to say that. Yeah. We just, know. Just yeah, just show it. Like, or like also like maybe well, probably they haven't been there. Or instead of things are worse than ever, like <laughs> things are terrible right now. Like, yeah, yeah. Sound sound. Worst like, ever yeah, is a is yeah. a troubling <laughs> Worst episode ever. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember that those parts, and I haven't seen it in a little bit. But I was like, in awe of it. And then the second time I saw it in theaters, I was like, that, that dilemma, that moral. You were in dilemma. awe of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Aw, Batman wins. He's such a cutie. Aww. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad we agree on that the ship thing because yeah. I think that's a real that was a real problem because but, it would have made it more devastating and then like yeah in, yeah 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 in Dark Knight Rises like Bane killed a shitload of oh people and you're like yeah because he would like there's no point in God, being that, like it was too violent like those bad guys are violent like yeah. they kill people he's like, a terrorist I don't want to get into Rises that has too many <laughs> Like, that was... There's too many what things... What types of things does it have that you don't like? No, no, no. I mean, the, 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 internet, the internet's uh, uh, rife with, with a million breakdowns of why that's a bad movie. But I think... Yeah, that would... That, I mean, the, the problem with that movie is it feels like it's a bad movie when you're watching it, too. It feels confusing, and it feels like they're making really big jumps, and I'm not suspending my disbelief, and I'm just questioning everything, and it's just like... You had a, a really good chance to, to make another good movie, and it's about an atomic bomb. It's like, that's a Bond plot. <laughs> that's a James Bond plot. Don't make a Batman movie a James Bond movie. It really felt like, I mean, he's traveling the world and is in prisons and stuff, and it's like, this and is And how did he Batman. get back so quick? I know, yeah. <laughs> 
But it's like if it's James Bond, that makes sense that he got back so quickly. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a Bond. Just calls up his jet on exactly. his uh, watch. And it was a Bond Batman movie. That's really that was my pro biggest problem with it because it's like <laughs> an atomic bomb. It, it's just so like lazy. It's like what's the biggest worst thing ever? Yeah. Don't do that. Make it personal. <laughs> Like Make with, it personal. Like with Batman Begins with the... Uh, yes. Scarecrow. Well, Scarecrow and fucking Ra's al Ghul yeah. trained him, you know? <laughs> yeah. But instead it's like Bane was created by Ra's al Ghul. It's just like... Give, it, give him some backstory or just make him a bad guy and have him kill somebody that Batman loves. I don't know. Like in... Because uh, in the cartoon, Bane was just like a crazy... like Right. Uh, like and the... Uh, um, South American guy. Wrestler. I mean, it wasn't a wrestler. Yeah, he and was... he'd get pumped with uh, adrenaline, right? Yeah, yeah. There, it was a venom. Yeah. It was a venom. And it, like, bulked him it up. Bulked like, him super up. huge. Yeah. And then when he wasn't being pumped with it, he, like, just looked like a normal strong guy, right? Right. But he was a, but he was a maniac. It just, I think he was, he was a guy who's just a, I'm pretty sure, and this is what I've been told, I, I don't read a lot of the comics, but I've heard that, yeah, he's, he was this just, like, really evil guy and saw the challenge of, well, I just... I'm kicking ass in South America, and I want to just I want to go to Gotham and and and, and beat Bat Batman. I just and I think that's what it was. <laughs> there wasn't this whole backstory. It was just kind of a, and that's more realistic of of that world. I think it's just like a lot of guys are like, I feel like I could kill Batman, so I'm going to go and try and kill Batman. Because <laughs> that's what supervillains do. It's yeah. like, well, he's the best good guy, so I'm going to go kill the good guy. I'm going to go kill the best uh, good guy. Right. So. <laughs> That, and that to me is kind of more interesting. Like you, you, you just overcomplicating things. Anyways, we've gotten into a fucking <laughs> podcast about Batman, which I'm sure there have been so many. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's just there. Well, Star Wars and Batman. We're really covering uh, some unique topics. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But but what? Yeah, I guess it's just what we're untread territory. It's just passionate about it. You know? <laughs> um, um, what I mean. So you're. It looks like you're a musician. You got oh, so much stuff, so much stuff to pull from here. You got something that says farts over here. <laughs> it's a fart detector. Yeah. It's a fart detector. Well, I mean, you you wave your hand in front of it or walk by it, and it'll be like fart detected. Everybody, fart detected. <laughs> everybody knows that whenever people fart, they wave their hands over things. <laughs> or if you just walk by it, and it'll make uh, like a fart noise and stuff. So it, it it detects it more detects people and then makes a fart. Yeah. Yeah. And embarrasses you. Oh, I get that. So it's supposed to make it seem... Make it yeah. sound like they farted and then fart detected. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Classic <laughs> comedy. Yeah, I wrote the theme song for my podcast using piano, guitar, and harmonica. Ooh. It's okay. only like five seconds long, but... Perfect. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Five seconds. Yeah, I didn't want to like overextend it, and I was just like... Couple chords, yeah. little little melody. Doug's got a cool podcast, but uh, half of it's the theme song, <laughs> and the it's good. Is a half hour long? It's good, and all, but like maybe you should just release that. Like maybe you should be doing music instead of a podcast. I don't know. I don't want to tell him what to do. You know, I just met him. <laughs> oh, so when you talked about the podcast, podcast, podcast show, um, it reminded me there's there's an actual podcast out there called. Well, I won't say what it's... Well, okay. What is it? Because I, I don't agree with the theme of it. Okay. Because they just listen to a podcast... And shit on it? And talk about that podcast. That's so like, funny. That's not... <laughs> it's bound to happen. I mean, they podcasts is co they cover oh. the minutiae I mean, of life and then some. 
there's a podcast about everything at this point, and yeah. it's so saturated. So that's kind of what we wanted to lampoon. I'm not surprised there's a podcast about podcasts. That's why we made the show. Uh, I mean, is it a popular podcast? I don't know. I, uh, I hope not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because it's like a lot of people are creating original content and having original right. conversations. We're going to talk about those. Like, yep. <laughs> just create something on your own. Yeah. I, whatever works, I don't I mean, know. I mean, that's yeah. but uh, that's that's good and not surprising to know. I mean, that's kind of what our show is about. It's like a show about podcasts, but then also we do our own parodies of different podcasts okay. and characters. And we're trying to you know hit up like the MP, the the classic NPR person or like the music person or comedy person or uh, people who are just annoying who talk about podcasts. Uh, that's kind of what we're covering. <laughs> Uh, and we, uh, we don't think anybody's done it. We haven't seen it. Uh, and we've had the show for like a year. So, uh, we're rewriting it. We've performed it a couple, we performed it at Meltdown, performed it at Comedy Central Stage. Okay. And now we're reworking it, uh, to hopefully perform at some other places and submit to some festivals. So this, you don't have registered yet? No. Dude. We'll get it, we'll get it registered. (laughs) I know. Is it protecting our IP here, Is it because you're not, like... 100% 100% like final 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 draft or kind of yeah and we just haven't you know thought of it I mean it's it's laziness I guess it's laziness yeah we <laughs> I, we we we're just hoping no one steals the idea I guess I mean uh uh it's out on this podcast officially we're the yeah we, you know, he talked we, about I it. thought of it yep so we thought you can't it. have it world yeah don't steal stay, our idea stay away from it I'm Copyright, patent pending, trademark. Yeah, right now, the tomorrow. So by the time you hear this, it's already covered. Yeah. Yeah. No, we should. That's smart. I mean, it, it is important. Yeah. People steal ideas a lot out here. But, mm-hmm. um, and then it's yours for five years. Yes. And then you just have to re-register it after. Uh-huh. Which, that's fine. Yeah. Because there's, I mean, I'm sure there's tons of pilots and screenplays that get registered and then, like, it's a long process to get something made, mm-hmm. and then it, it'll hit the expiration mark, and they're just like, well, I guess I'll re-register it, because I really love this, and it's like, I want to make it. Yeah. It's, I mean, that, that it, I learned about that in film school. It, it is a very important thing, and, and because people can make a lot of money from an idea. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, we're psyched about it. It's, uh, I mean, we've already shot some of the, vid- the, the sketches ad videos, and we're going to, like... We're just going to do something with it because we feel like we're all fans of podcasts, but some, I mean, we're just surprised no one's made fun of them yet. Really, like, made fun of them. Yeah, yeah. And, but you know why? Do you know why no one's made fun of them yet? Because they're awesome? Yes. <laughs> but awesome things should always be parody. Yeah, yeah. No, no one's parodied it because everyone has one. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, which is fine, but it still needs to be commented on. Yeah. Uh, but, you know... Everyone who would be making fun of podcasts it has one. So we're for people who don't have them yet. Uh, and haven't really done many. This is like the third or fourth one I've done. So, nice. Yeah. Exclusive. Well, fourth exclusive. Call it exclusive. <laughs> no one remembers the other ones. <laughs> Which other ones did you do? Uh, I did one called Popcorn Mafia a long time ago with Gray Drake, who's now a, a big uh, movie critic. Yeah. Uh, I think you just see it. I mean, she's all over the place. Uh, and I did my buddy's uh, host and guest, Rick Katchke, that's back home in Wisconsin. And then I did uh, uh, This Is Rad podcast with Kyle Clark. And uh, 
John and Garo. And no, Matt, Matt, Matt Burnside, not John. Uh, and, and Kyle. Sorry, guys. I made the mistake. Um, <laughs> those guys work together. But yeah. They, they won't hear this. That's a, no, it's a, it's a Nerdist <laughs> podcast. It's not Nerdist. They, sh they record it at, at Nerdmelt. But, um, oh, cool. And that's fun. That You just talk about something that you're passionate about. I talked about the Marx Brothers. Nice. Uh, something you know a lot about. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so how long ago did you start doing comedy? Uh, I started doing comedy in college. I was on a sketch uh, TV show, local access, called Off the Wire. Okay. And it was a, it was a late night show. Instead of commercials, we had sketches. So we had nice. an opening monologue, a host, a band, uh, uh, guests come in. We had like Dave Barry was our biggest, you know, he's a, the, the writer, Dave Barry. Okay. He, wrote, he wrote Big Trouble, that movie that... Didn't do oh, well because it was released. Tim Allen and yeah, it was released about a bomb on a plane. It was like released around 9/11. But it's a very funny movie. And Putty, uh, Putty, uh, uh, Jim uh, Patrick Warburton, yeah, and, Patrick and, and, and Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> and I think uh, I did see that movie. Yeah. Oh, you saw it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a funny movie. Yeah. So uh, we had him on the show, but I was a writer on it, and I was on it for four years, and then I was a host for a year and directed it for a year, and so I started doing comedy, sketch comedy in college, and then I came out here in 2009, and. Um, UCB, Groundlings, mm -hmm. Nerd Melt, and just... Uh, plugging away. Plugging away, yes. Had a sketch group, and that led to Nerd Melt doing live shows. And just uh, sketch and, sketch and st character stand-up are what I focus on mostly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what would be your like ultimate huge... This this, this, I do for living this I do and, for a living. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, w I would love to have a show, uh, a sketch show. My own Inside Amy Schumer, my own Kroll show, Kroll my show. own Keen Peel. Uh, or, or just to be a part of a, a like a, a collective of, of people. To, you know, be on, be a part of the new The State. You know, there's, sketch is tricky, but right now there's this really great, you know, revolution, resurgence, uh, resurgence of sketch shows, mm -hmm. and there's good and bad, but there's some really good ones out there. I mean, I, I always, I still watch SNL, I still defend SNL, yeah. and it's the gold standard for comedy, I still think, and a lot of people disagree, but... But it's good. It's, I mean, it's it's as good as it ever is. It has its good sketches, it has its bad yeah. ones, but I feel like there's these other shows that are a little more consistent, and, um, and just the production quality is different and better because, because it's not a live show yeah, and, you know, recorded, they're recorded and recorded and but edited. uh but i love mad tv so i would love to just uh, be a part of a important sketch and, and really cool sketch show maybe to have my own i think that would be my goal because i just i love sketch i love character yeah uh and and being on a tv show would be great but like that's that's just the most impressive to me is is doing sketch. sketching character yeah it's awesome yeah uh, let me see. I have three questions that I usually ask. And okay. I've, I've gone through one of them. One of them? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, what's your favorite part about doing comedy? Um, creating people, uh, that are creating characters that are real people. That's what I love most okay. about comedy. So, like, the, the process. Yeah, and just being somebody else that you made. Creating a backstory. Yeah, backstory and just, like, inhabiting this weirdo. Mm -hmm. Being, I mean, like, it's just like acting, but <laughs> what I like about doing comedy and characters in comedy is that, like, they can be big, they can be crazy, yep. you can make anything...
funny if you do it the right way. Have you ever played D&D? Uh, funny enough, I, I played it once uh, in preparation for a web series, a D&D web series I'm shooting this weekend. Nice. It's called, uh, it's called Natural 20. And, uh, Sounds I, awesome. Yeah. I, mean, I, it's, it's a, it's I a, love rolling Natural 20s yeah, so much. I, I have a lot to learn about <laughs> D&D because it was... We took an hour just building my character. I'm like, what is this yeah. thing? But uh, I like it. Usually it. takes longer. Yeah. To build your character because so I've played I've played like in the in the last two and a half three years I've like really gotten into it mm -hmm. and um, <clears throat> I had heard about it before I had seen it on Community didn't really know what to think. Got, uh, after having played, I went back and started rewatching Community just oh, because yeah. like I was pre prepping for season. Five, I think, and um, and then I got to that D and D episode again, and I was like, oh. I know the, fat, exactly. the Fat Neil episode, or the yeah, 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 and I was like, this, I know exactly what's going on now. Like, yeah, I know, and uh, one thing, one thing that got me <laughs> was I was like, why aren't they rolling their own checks? Because are in the web series, are you guys rolling your own dice? Or I is just believe, the dungeon master. Here? I believe so. Okay, I believe we're rolling our own. Yeah, because that'll be the first. Thing that I've seen where people are rolling their own checks because every like cartoon or um, TV series that I've seen tackle D and I'm like, why is the dungeon master the only person rolling dice? Yeah. Even in Big Bang Theory, I'm like, those guys are supposed to be like the nerdiest of all nerds. Mm -hmm. Why aren't they rolling their own checks? Is that a different version? I don't know. I think it's like some because uh, my buddy who's who was our dungeon master. <laughs> He, he uh, started playing when he was like 11 or something, and he started playing with his mom, like, mm -hmm. because he didn't have, like, rural area, like, he didn't have any friends who also played, so, so he would have his mom, like, dungeon master for oh, him, wow. and, like, take him through these little pre-made scenarios and stuff, so he's gone through the gamut of, like, playing and playing, and um, I was like, is there something I'm missing, Tyler? Like, is there, like, he did an episode of the podcast but I was like why why don't they roll their own checks on TV shows and he was like I don't know like every time I've played we always roll our own checks because there's a there's a satisfaction to when you roll a 20 yeah Oof. you don't even know yeah I don't know <laughs> I've never done it but don't know so when I will D but so yeah. D&D is really really good for character yeah yeah because yeah. Um, we had a couple different campaigns like one of them I was I was Geldrick the Good Underwood, and I always talked like this. Okay. Only I was 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, people were like, why does he talk like that? And then I was like, um... <laughs> so I had to create some backstory, and I was like, well, I guess, like, he he always looked up to wizards growing up, because he wanted to be a wizard, and uh, all the wizards he knew were, like, really old, and so... <laughs> Just talks to like, get that's, into the that's funny, yeah. Being like, a wizard. Like, yeah. <laughs> How old are you? 22. I'm 22 years old. But I have an old soul. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, man. It's so fun for a character. And just, like, all of the... All of the characters that the Dungeon Master can come up with. Like, all the NPCs or the non-playable characters. Mm -hmm. you, it just... It's, en it's enthralling. You get into it. Yeah. Have you listened to Harmontown at all? 
Uh, I've been to some shows. I don't listen to the podcast, but I've been to the show quite a bit. Because, yeah, they play d No, I know. Uh, <laughs> Kumail Nanjiani plays with them a lot. Yep. Um, yep. And he's hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I, I, I worked the show a few weeks ago. Okay. And uh, I was there the day, the night, where they picked uh, their dungeon master, that guy who's now with them. Oh, the Spencer. Time. Spencer. Yeah. I was there that day. <laughs> I just picked him out of the crowd. I mean, it's so crazy. This guy's life has completely changed. He was on Community. He's like the right-hand man, you know, at, at Harmontown. He's in this movie, mm-hmm. the documentary, and it's like yeah. that one fateful night, like Spencer's life changed. And that, that's so he cool. He raised me. his hand. Like, I know, honestly. <laughs> like, anyone want a DM? Does and he's like, will, I'll do it. Yeah, and they were like, okay, so maybe we'll have a tryout or whatever. And then he like quick DM'd like something, yeah. put it together real quick. And then the next week they started, and I was like, oh, that's so yeah. awesome. It was really... It's cool to just see that he's this part of them now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, really, that yeah, that's a pretty cool story. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of cool stuff happens at Meltdown, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm doing this web series uh, about it, and I'm learning about it. And we're shooting this weekend. It's called Natural Twenty. Natural Twenty. That's what it's called. We're shooting two episodes. It's awesome. Yeah. I was on a web series. Um, a couple friends filmed it, and um, it was actually his brother who wrote it. And he wrote it as like a 90 page, 98 page like screenplay or whatever. And he was like, why don't we break it up and like we can do webisodes and it'll be a web series. And he was like, okay. Um, so I was just like a, like a featured extra in, okay. in the office. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's a, I, I, I was able to eke out a couple of lines. All right. Yeah. Cause then it, you're not it was an very, extra. <laughs> it was very like loose. Like, yeah. uh, if you think of something, he was he was very like uh, flexible, and he was like, if you think think of something that might be funny, like and in the moment, like, don't be afraid to speak up. And there were a couple times where I was just like, I think this would be pretty funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So where is that up? Uh, so it's where? not up yet, um, but it's called um, Fantasy Calls, and it, the um, it's about a guy who's in an office and like he starts getting these calls from a fantasy realm mm. where there's like elves and orcs well, and like work? whatever and yeah well he's yeah. at work calls and texts and stuff and then so he's like giving them advice because i guess like merlin like <laughs> was fed up with getting asked for advice all the time so he like forwarded to that guy's phone or right something. yeah and uh so yeah it's a pretty interesting cool. idea yeah it's yeah really fun and you see the other side of the call? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't get to because I wasn't in that part of the filming. Right, 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 right. But that you get to as a final product. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's... Um, I have that on my on my resume, but it hasn't come out yet officially, and so I'm like... That's... You did it. Come on. Uh. Well, everybody lies a little bit, and it's <laughs> fine until you start getting some stuff, and you just gotta get that stuff. You yeah. gotta get some credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, all right. You have one more? Where do you work right now? Uh, well, I'm free. I'm a freelance guy, you know? Uh, doing... I, uh, I do... I, yeah, I do a different thing every day. It's really kind of cool. I mean, I, I edit uh, web series for people. Um, I, I, I get the occasional, uh, you know, commercial or paid acting gig. Um, I am, you know sometimes working just production aspects because uh, I went to film school I can I can shoot I can do sound nice. I, can pr- I produce uh, I produce spec commercials that we sometimes sell to brands hmm. um, 
just like all sorts of just whatever kind of pops up at, at this point and I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of hustling and making it happen because I worked in offices the first like three years out here in uh, there. I, yeah I was an I assistant left, I left a cushy office job to come up yeah there. exactly and I left this great production job I was a, I was a production coordinator at America's Funny Some Videos oh. and started their I was there also their social media manager for for two years started their Facebook uh, uh, Twitter page their Facebook page was already going but and really grew with them and learned a lot with that and then I left to pursue acting and comedy and then they brought me back for eight months to write uh, uh, and, and direct and produce uh, and host the web version of America's Finest Home Videos. What? It's called AFVXD. And it did okay, but they kind of they ran out of money and 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 you know it was uh, they decided to not move forward with it. But it was a great experience. And so I did think, it go up? Oh yeah, there's a bunch of episodes. Mm -hmm. I, I have this all this behind the scenes stuff, and they mm -hmm. love that. Uh, and I have the clip show, and and there's a lot of stuff um, on AFV's YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, of me, and that's kind of my whole hosting reel. And so I, I host too. I'm, uh, I'm hosting a Hello, I'm hosting a Hello Kitty convention in oh. October for five days, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> uh, at, at at Mocha downtown, yeah. I'm just I'm seeing this thing. I'm very I'm just so, so psyched. Like I get these kind of cool hosting gigs sometimes. So I'm just I'm just doing whatever pops up and, and having fun. How much do you actually know about Hello Kitty? Uh, not a lot, but I'm going to learn. Because <laughs> okay. I need to prep some material, <laughs> some clean material, and, and know what I'm talking about up there. Got to keep things going. And, and Kuropi is the frog, right? I don't know. I've heard that. I am In the coming month, I'm going to be studying up. Uh, Kuropi, good to know. And I know Hello Kitty has a sister. Great. I didn't even know that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm, I have a lot to learn, but I'm really, it's like, it's cool. I, I like hosting a lot. I've been doing a lot of live hosting and on-camera hosting the past couple of years. Cool, cool. So, yeah, right. just kind of a whatever pops up kind of job guy. <laughs> That's my thing. Dude. So, um, have you been working on any any other, like, scripts, any other uh, stuff? Specifically? Stuff that maybe you don't want to talk about on here, but, like... Yeah, I mean, I have some a couple web series. I have a web series that's like more unscripted. That I'm, I, it's like more of an interview type thing with comedians and uh, and um, writing sketch. I mean, I, I have ideas. Oh, oh, watch out! <laughs> Almost fell out of Crap my chair. Fall on purpose. It was yeah. on purpose. Physical comedy is very <laughs> big to me. Uh, whether it's on camera or on audio podcast, it's big to me. Dude, if you guys would have seen that fall, yeah, oof, that was you close. would be laughing. That was very close. Um, <laughs> this actually also has a, a video camera in it. Oh, yeah? So, nope. <laughs> it's a video podcast. But, uh, yeah, I have some, I have some, like, kind of spank, a couple spank show ideas, like UCB spank, like one act play type stuff. Okay. Uh, I've done I a few. I didn't know that term. Yeah, no spank shows. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, they're <laughs> kind of great. It's like these half-hour comedy shows. They either like you do one man or one woman show, or you do like this kind of overarching thing, or a sketch show, character showcase. Uh, yeah. And it's great. I mean, it's a great showcase. So um, writing one of those. Um, may, I As have, you. Well, yeah. One of them. One of them is more of like a one-man show, character showcase, and the other one's like a overarching plot um so there will be just like, like a half hour one act play basically com comically okay um so so it's got a plot and then will the plot thicken at the end and then the to, plot to will open, thicken to open and then it then up will... for another one uh yeah i feel like it, it would open itself up to more uh, uh 
goings on. And then um, another one. Yeah, it's a run. It, it, and then another it's, one. It's evergreen. <laughs> it's evergreen. It could be a. It could be a show. And I'm being vague about it, but that could be a show. Um, nice. So yeah, but um, focusing a lot on live stuff right now. But I'm gonna. I mean, that's that's live stuff too. I just. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel like. That's how I'm gonna get noticed and known, and and that's yeah. That's I mean, the venue you already are noticed and known a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Working on it. Working yeah. my way. Get your hosting real and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Website. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. What's your website? Uh, BradGage.com. Okay. My Twitter's at BradGage. Mm -hmm. uh, my YouTube is BradGageComedy. There's a trend here. It's just my name. I keep it simple. It's a simple name, too. It's a very simple name. I get compliments on my name a lot, which is nice. Nice. Yeah. Punchy. Two, Brad Gage. Two syllables. I can type my entire name with my left hand. Brad Gage. Ah, it's so awesome. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. Well, the way I type, I, I do B with my right thumb. Oh. Yeah. Well. It would be weird. I would hit the V a couple times. Nope. I'd have to get used to it. Yep. I can do the whole thing with my left hand. I'm so happy. So if I ever become a left-hander. If you ever lose your right hand. I lose the right hand. You'll be fine. Yep. And I can still drum like that guy in Def Leppard because I'm a drummer. Are you? Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, like 15 years. What? Maybe even longer. I started when I was like 12. Were you in a band? Yeah, Yo, plenty of bands. What? Chili Peppers cover band. Piggies in the Hooskow. Led Zeppelin cover band. The Immigrants. Okay. Beatles and classic rock cover band, classic and weather, uh, uh, traffic and weather together. Mm -hmm. I was in a band called Anonymous. We were, that was all original stuff. Uh, Feeling Minnesota, Papa Giorgio's Super Smash Deathathon. That was mostly the darkness. Super Smash Deathathon. Papa Giorgio's Super Smash Deathathon. <laughs> uh, I was in uh, a bunch of bands. Yeah, I mean, I was a pretty good drummer. I, I, I will boast. Nice. Yeah, and I love it. And I, my, my steering wheel. Feels oh, the yeah. pain. Yeah, definitely. definitely Whenever Rush comes on the radio. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Dude, Rush. Love Rush. I saw them play um, 2011. Okay. And it was amazing. They're great. I mean, they're the they're one of the best technical bands, musicianship wise. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I don't like a lot of their stuff post uh, 1980, but it's still really they're great. They're so good. They're incredible musicians, you they, know? They played a couple songs off of, um... Oh, dang it, what's it called? Which Clockwork one? Angels. Oh, okay. Um, that was the, that's the newest, that's the newest the tour? the 2012 uh, album. Yeah. And, yeah, they played a couple songs off of that album, and I was like, holy shit, it's still really good. Yeah. They're still awesome. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. And the, um... Oh, man. I've seen them, I saw them once. Where, when was that? Uh, it was the tour, One Little Victory was their new single, um, and I forget what it, when it, when, oh, I forget what it was. I think it was like 2004, 2005. Sweet. I think I was still in high school. It was great. When my dad <laughs> saw my cousin there, who's apparently a big Rush fan. I love Rush. Uh, you know, I love Bonham. Bonham's probably, uh, you know, Zeppelin's probably the biggest influence in my drumming, because um, he's just a god. You know, mm -hmm. of drums, but uh, yeah, that's like the one thing I miss doing the most. I don't have a set. Why not? I don't have any room. <laughs> or like, it's fucking. I probably would get kicked out of my apartment complex. I mean, it's so loud. 
uh, what about just during the day? Well, you're working. During yeah, the day. I mean, there's no. It's it's a thing. It's a thing that I just can't do, unless it's uh, once you, in a while jamming with a friend. Or and something. you can pick it up, pick it back up like that. Oh no, I mean like yeah, it's there. I, it's still there. I've jammed recently. My friend who played bass and my Chili Peppers cover band recently moved here. We're gonna jam. It's not. It's not hard. It's like. I still do it every day. Uh, it's just in my car. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. still there. I'm almost, I'm almost practicing more than... I do have drumsticks and, and, and brushes and hot rods in my trunk. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. Yeah. I used to carry my uh, bowling ball and bowling shoes in my car all the time. Just in case. You like bowling? Mm-hmm. You a spinner? No. I spin. Really? Yeah. Like the hard spin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shaking the hand. <sighs> I was always super jealous of people who could do that. I mean, it'll go right in the gutter sometimes, but sometimes it's... Thumb in it's or out? Out. Just to the two. Yeah. Because uh, it'll, it'll go all yeah, the way to the edge and then the slam back. in. Yeah, it's really, it's really rewarding yeah. uh, to spin a bowling ball. Whenever, right I, whenever I see people who can do that and then I see it like explode the pins, because the, when you get yeah. a strike, the explosion of the pins is the best feeling. It's a more explosive throw. I mean, that's why they do it, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a better... It, it's a, you're kind of bettering your chances of getting a strike. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, it's a better uh, angle. Usually when I've gotten the explosion pins, I throw with my right hand, but it'll strike on the left. Uh-huh. Nice. And that's when I get the exploding oh, pins. Okay, so you're kind of crossing and it's hitting it. But like it's that. not even really on purpose. Like... <laughs> I mean, it is on purpose. You're trying to, trying to get, get a strike. down. Trying to get a strike, but I'm trying to go to the right. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes it'll come in on the left and it'll explode the pins, and I'm like... Yep, I did it. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing more rewarding than getting a strike. 60 feet away. I did it all. Yeah. Having I took a, a beer. Took a bowling class in college. Ha! <laughs> yeah. I did it in high school. It was one of my favorite units. Great gym class. Didn't get a degree, but I took a bowling class. Is that a degree you can get? Is that um, a Bachelor of Science? What is that? <laughs> Arts? Bachelor's of uh, F? A bachelor's of Fun, fun? I guess. Bachelor of Fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, the University of Phoenix? Yeah, it was uh, University of Phoenix, um, Phoenix Dark, Dirk. <laughs> Phoenix Dark? It's like a beer? No, I was quoting Mystery Man. Have you seen that movie? I, a long time ago. That'd be funny if the colleges had like, University of Miami, Dark, University of Miami, Light, University of Miami, Ice. Just different brews. University of Miami with lime. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really great. Oh, I had uh, some more stuff to talk about um, that came up, but I can't remember right now. Um, sketch, stand up. So, um, did you ever, did you ever do like straight stand up or like more sketch? Uh, like, has I, it, has it always do, been sketch for you? I, I do mostly sketch, but I do, uh, yeah, I do stand-up as Ken Schultz. <laughs> like, I, I've, I've done mics and done book shows, and I'd like to do more, absolutely. Uh, but I have, like, um, I did Christian Spicer's uh, show in San Diego, uh, Stats, and I did 25 minutes as Ken. <laughs> and it's like, I have that. I do, I, I, I built a set with this character and I, I think that is when I do stand up that's who I do it's it's not as much a sketch and I am planning on uh, of course like everybody else who's wanting to do stand up but like uh, 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 like yeah 
I, I have I have a solid ten minutes as Ken. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of similar to the observational bagel stuff. Uh, and the people who get it love it, and the people who hate it, I'm fine with because I'll try and win them over with my crowd work. So yeah. But yeah, I I mean I, I respect stand up so much, and, and and would not say that I'm a comedian until I start doing it more because that's. Um, I, I really see that as like a pure art form and the most difficult job in entertainment. Stand-up is the hardest job out there. It's tough. Uh, and I respect it a lot. So It's tough. Like mm -hmm. when you when you get a bomb. You yeah, gotta, and it's all you. You got you to gotta respond to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. Because if you don't. But that's, a, that's the great thing about, about when a joke doesn't work. I mean, knowing how to make get a laugh out of that. And you can because they, they want to laugh and they want yeah. to feel bad for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you, if you can't take advantage of a bomb joke, then you got to work on that. Yeah. Cause it's a, it's, it's pretty, it's easier. Yeah. It's easier to get a laugh after a bomb. And then if you, oh my gosh. Cause yeah, if a joke totally bombs and you don't acknowledge it, it get the feeling yeah. in the room gets oh, awkward weird. and people yeah, just like, pull back because the feeling is, does he know that we didn't laugh at that joke? Yeah. Does he know that that wasn't yeah, funny? Yeah, there's a lack of awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's just better to be loose with that. Mm. Uh, I've absolutely learned that. Oh, uh, another thing I was going to say is um, I'm going to... Wh while I lived in San Diego County, where I lived, the, there was no place to do stand-up. Like, mm. there was a couple... There was, like, a dive bar... But it was, like, a really crappy turnout, and, like, just people were there to drink, and, like, it just wasn't, it, not a good place to thrive. And then there was, like, 40 minutes south to San Diego, or 40 minutes north to Orange County. Oh, yeah. And I had zero money, and so I was like, I already have an amp. I already have a microphone and a mic stand. I got, I, like, slowly, like, collected chairs from, like, um, mm. yard sales and stuff, and, like, that's a big portion of what's in my closet. Um, cause I started a stand-up show out of my apartment. Really? Down there. What yeah. was it called? It was called Our Apartment Comedy Show. Uh-huh. And, um, so, like, I kind of sold it to people as, like, an open mic, but people would sign up ahead of time, so it was kind of like a booked show. Half booked, half open mic kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, and, like, I kept it really loose, like, we'd started at, like, 7.30, but then sometimes it wouldn't start till eight, and then like, what the nights that there was like four or five of us comics, I would just not have a time limit for them. Yeah. Because like I would go up and I would do like twenty twenty five minutes. Oh wow. Yeah. And then, wow. <laughs> and then I'd bring out the next comic, and then they would go like twelve minutes or fifteen minutes, whatever. But the nights where there was like nine or ten comics, I was like, "All right, let's keep it to like ten minutes a piece." Um, but still, each comic got ten minutes, and it was that's a lot of time. Long for, show, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, if they didn't have ten minutes to do, then yeah, that's they would fine, just get yeah. off early. But uh, so I want to do it again here. the The area that I had in San Diego was like carport like everyone could like stretch out sure, like, sure, that's sure. where they would yeah. sit and like the patio was the stage um so i want to do it here but i want to do it like in here <laughs> so oh what do you mean in here in this room oh yeah not so, out there i mean i don't want to like mess with the neighbors as far as like sound and like them complain and like just 
getting, I don't know, noise complaints. Because, I mean, it wouldn't go past quiet time. Sanctioned quiet time yeah. is 10 p.m. Yeah. But still, I don't want to, like, ruffle any feathers or whatnot. And I think it would be, like, a nice, like, intimate <laughs> setting in I'll here. I'll say intimate. I mean, well, I don't know how many people you can fit in here. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, a 10? 10, 10, to, 10 to 15. But, like, maybe there'd be some standing room. <laughs> in the hallway. <laughs> This hallway seat for the show. Sweet hallway seat. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I'm gonna clear out the all this all this stuff and just make some room. But I'm gonna. I'm all right, gonna, man. I'm gonna do it again, man. Well, let me know. Yeah, I'd be down. Love to have Ken on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this would be a great room for Ken. <laughs> what is all well, this? How much is rent in this place? <laughs> a you dollar. Need, you need a roommate. <laughs> Deborah is draining my funds. Okay, that Chase account is bone dry. That Wamu account is bone dry. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of something more. That Wamu. You guys ever? You guys do Wamu? More like Wahoo for the bankers. Those fucks. Wamu went totally out of business, right? Oh, did it? Yeah. Uh, okay. I think Chase like bought it all. So then the fact that he's talking about Wamu, yeah, I, I'm sticking with Wamu. <laughs> they got a little contingency out of Koreatown. There's one location. There's one left, but it's the best one. They got. They just. I'll tell you, they just got friendly faces over there. <laughs> the nicer people at Wamu. I'm not. I'm not going to sell out my friends. I'm not going to leave them when they're down. Stick it with Wamu. Uh, uh, that's awesome. Oh, man, that makes me so happy. Good. Okay. Good. Well, this was a good episode, man. This was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, 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 I love talking. Yeah, I didn't even know we were recording right away, and that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Because we had some gems, and I was like, I God, we missed them, but we didn't. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We got uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm glad we. Uh, I'm glad you're now a part of, of Meltdown and Nerd Mountain. Uh, I look forward to yeah. seeing you all the time now. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited to start because I would go there all the time and I'd just be like, so uh, what am I? Uh, What's going on? Uh, what happened to the baby? Get back here. No, you're you're perfect for working there, interning. Perfect. Yeah, and I walk there. Walk there, walk oh, home, yeah. whatever. Save on gas, save on traffic, yep. save on uh, parking. It's the Nerd Melt Comedy Workout. Walk in the hot sun over to a comedy show <laughs> and sweat down in some chairs and then walk home. Yep. Drunk. Yep. Yeah. Drunk on Mountain Dew. Yeah. That's my vice. Drunk on Mountain Dew. <laughs> Amped, not drunk. Amped up. <laughs> yeah. Can you bring this in here? Absolutely, you can bring that in here. <laughs> okay. Man, we went to uh, hour and 45. Whoa. It was good. Look at that. All right. Uh, so you plugged all your Twitter and... Uh, yeah, I plugged all everything. Okay. My shows. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. This is Brad Gage, everyone. <laughs> I do an See intro. See you guys. I oh, do. okay, great. <laughs> I'm glad you do an intro. Yeah. Check me out online and live at Nerd Bell Showroom.
You and me and thoughts and talk with Doug Culp. Get get do it. Yay! <laughs>